welcome back to The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show where we don't glaze over any of the bakes and there are absolutely no soggy bottoms allowed. My name is James. And I'm Michael, and you got really excited as you got, like, you could hear your voice, like, picking up as you were like, <laughs> yes, I did it! <laughs> well, because every week since, I've messed something up. Yeah. And then last week, I listened to it, and I was like, oh, I just, like blurted it yeah. all out. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. No, I was you did like, good. You did good. I kid. wanted intonation this week and some enthusiasm yeah. and and some uh, like diversity in my voice. So. Ooh, okay. Like you know, but no sibilance and no plosives, please. I wish I knew what those were. Sibilance is the harsh s sound when you make s's, oh. and plosives are like a p and a b picking up in the mic. Okay. So well, thank you for that. Now people know more about Akio, so my, there we go. Uh, my name is James. And I am still Michael. <laughs> and welcome to the... Chocolate Week I know, quarterfinal. Which, I know, I wish they kind of would have just said last week, like, it's they the quarterfinals, like, Chocolate Week. Yeah, right, because they just kept saying, oh, you know, okay, we'll still have to watch what's next week, because we didn't even do that. Oh, right, <laughs> well, we'll do that next. Yeah, 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 later, later, later. Okay, um... So, yeah, Chocolate Week. What does Chocolate Week mean to you, James? Chocolate Week means, uh, Tim Home Hardware should have stayed until this week. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. The new Julian. (laughs) No, Chocolate Week means, for me, um, a lot of different skills and techniques need to come out and be shown. Because chocolate is used in such a large variety of things, from cookies to tarts to cakes, um, that it really sort of takes different aspects of baking, different aspects of your memory, and really forces it all to come together to produce something quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. That and when you've got, like... Because there's, like, you can just have a cake that is flavored chocolate, and then you can actually have, like, tempering chocolate, of which we saw plenty here, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. it's... There's lots of different ways that chocolate can be used here, and it was interesting to see. Totally. So. And I love eating chocolate, so frankly, like, everything that is made is probably very delicious yes um but a challenging week nonetheless i think yeah yeah for sure um all right so we'll just get right into the signature so um it was a um chocolate tart yeah okay i just wrote (laughs) sorry i wrote i wrote chocolate skills and i was like (laughs) what the first challenge chocolate skills <laughs> i was like that makes no sense what is that what was i thinking i don't know okay so andre he was first and yeah. he had a, a a sailing tart it was like the, the whole phrase was like a scene of sailing by the sea or like sailing pleasures but it was a it was a tart chocolate tart that was supposed to look like it had sails yeah on which it. was really cool because like at first i was like oh what a pretty thing and then when they were like it's a sailing tart i was like Whoa, mm. that really looks like a boat sail. Yeah. So. What fascinated me about this is that he had to bake two tarts. I know, right? And he still finished on time. It still looked great. It tasted good. Um, very impressive. Though this whole like baking with cocoa powder thing seems to just plague the entire franchise globally. <laughs> like anyone, any anytime anyone chooses chooses to bake with cocoa powder, they always burn it. Yeah. Because you can't see it, you have to, like, smell it. It's just, it's too intense for me. Yeah, although I think Megan did that with her showstopper challenge this week. She used cocoa powder. She, I saw oh. her, like, cutting it, right? Um, to, like, get out the, the powder. And although she did say, like, at the very beginning of this episode that, like, she uses 
her eyes and her nose. Mm-hmm. I was going to say her eyes and her ears. I was like, your ears won't really tell you much about baking. Well, Apparently, except with bread, when you knock the bottom of bread. Or if your fire alarm is going off and you hear it, it's probably because you burnt your bake. <laughs> I'd hope that your eyes would have told you first, though. I will say the thing about the nose in particular, not that I'm like a pro baker by any chance, but there's definitely a smell in your room where if you don't catch it with the next couple of minutes, it's going to start to burn. Yeah. And that is uh, very, very true. Absolutely. What did you think of the sailing tart? So I thought it was so good. And I, I also said, like, he baked it a second time. And like, yeah, that was that was just crazy to me that he had the time to do all of that and that he did so well. Totally. Um, okay. Then we had Megan. Um, and what was the name of hers? Um, I think it was, like, an exploding... Oh, yeah, chocolate, chocolate. explosion. There you go, there yeah. you go, yeah. And so she had, like, the honeycomb that was in it, and she had the chocolate kind of, like, explody bits and, and everything, and I just thought that, like, hers looked really cool. Rochelle mm-hmm. said, like, oh, it all just melts in the mouth. Um, I would have 100% eaten this, and it's exactly what I expect from Megan. Yeah, definitely. I think the ability to create so many different pieces, like you had said, and have it all come together, and it still tastes really good, is is very, very impressive. Um, Actually, Megan did some really impressive work this week, generally. Like, she really put... I mean, everybody does, um, but she always does these things that are just, like, very dramatic. Yeah. And it's super impressive. Really liked it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sorry, I keep saying absolutely today. Absolutely. It's like every, every Thanks, episode Jacob. I seem to have, like, one thing. And last week it was like, gimme, gimme, gimme. Okay, well, that was just a whole... That was, Share, a, yeah. <laughs> that was a night. Uh, yeah, that was a fun one, though. You know, my mom didn't actually know that Cher had done an ABBA album until we mentioned it on our podcast. She was like, oh, wow, I want to listen. <laughs> okay, here we're coming back to this. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the album's called Dancing Queen. Yeah. The problem is when they released the first single, the icon like of the disc was Dancing Queen Cher. So I assumed it was just a cover of Dancing Queen. But the first single she released was either SOS or Gimme Gimme. Gimme Gimme Gimme. So yeah. then you're playing... Like, you're like, oh, Dancing Queen, I want to listen to it, and then it's Gimme Gimme, and you're like, oh, so confusing. Yeah. Anyways, that's the only reason I knew it was out. I It bothered me that in S.O.S., the music video that she did for that, she's not even in it. That was the whole point. It was about, like, female empowerment and stuff like that. I got that. Like, yeah. it was evident, but yeah. I was like... But, like, she should still just show up at the very end. No, like, man, she's busy trying to figure out what pizza is or whatever. <laughs> like, tiff, tiff, how does pizza happen? She's, like, in yeah. her, like, mansion. Oh, man. Okay, did you have anything to say about Megan? I've said everything I've had to say about this for now. <laughs> okay, Sashin. Uh, so he did this, like, uh, Ode to Lakshmi. Yep. Um, uh, chocolate tart. Yeah. And um, that lotus was, like... So crazy. It was gorge. Yeah. It like, was absolutely gorge. Sachin is just like, okay, this was back to the Sachin that we knew. Yes. After the last two weeks, right? Yeah. Like, this is definitely a return to form. The whole thing was good. They said there was like a burst of coffee in the ganache. Mm-hmm. That just, uh, that it sounded so delicious. And when he blew the gold dust. Yeah. I was like, oh, whew, she's bringing it this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So then we have Timothy. And um, he had a, what, Earl Grey? Lemon chocolate tart. No special name. No. No. Um, which is funny, because then he also had a lack of Earl Grey in the flavor of his tart. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he had 
a hard ganache and a loose curd. Yeah. Or a soft curd. I wrote contrast. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know if it was good contrast in this case. Well, I would just be weird if the curd is almost kind of like sliding off of the top of yeah. like a hard ganache. Yeah. So that ganache looked like firm. Like you were going to have to like really fucking jam the fork in there. <laughs> separate so um but it still looks super good that is totally i love lemon yeah i love chocolate and i love earl gray so i would love that cake it was so good that lemon curd that uh julie literally beat the crap out of timothy oh yeah he was like oh i'm weak no that was later when he was talking about squeezing the yeah 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 but um, she 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 knocked him up (laughs) Um, okay, and then after that, we had Meng Ling. Um, and <laughs> Tea and toffee. Okay, I wrote a glazing. Instead of amazing, it was a glazing. Because, you know, her glaze was so cool. It had, like, that marble kind of look to it. Yeah. Right? It was, like, the, the toffee-ish, like, caramel tones with the chocolate. I thought it was so great. I was making a pun, but okay, it didn't. Oh, I'm it sorry. Didn't ha, ha, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like the fact that Bruno and Rochelle were kind of fighting over it. Yeah. About like who got to eat the last bite. Yeah. So that was really, really great to see for her this week. I thought that it was um, okay. So I guess we're kind of like in a certain way, we'll get ahead of ourselves. But right. this was a good use of an ingredient adding the tea mm. in this case yeah. where it was like oh that's not normally done and Rochelle was like that's so good it yeah. really all just like comes together it's very aromatic mm-hmm. um, and then later in the episode she tries to use miso right. in a cake and um, it's not good mm-hmm. so or like it's not <laughs> it didn't It didn't blend in well it was just yeah. sort of sitting there it was just like yeah. a middle child like you know just it's like when you have a party exists. and you just want to like someone to go home and they're just sitting there and you know like that <laughs> So. Michael has great parties. <laughs> uh, I have none. So. <laughs> yeah. so what did you feel about this overall as a, as a challenge for the week? The signature? Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought there was no one that actually had a bad bake here. Uh, yeah, I mean, technical aside, which we'll get to, and I guess maybe Showstopper, but I will say this week... Like, it was fairly impressive what everybody brought, right? Yeah. Like, even if the quality wasn't always the greatest, there was at least a creativity and a level of uh, dynamicism and risk that people really brought in. So it was just really great being able to see these final five kind of bring themselves to every aspect of this week. Um, I love this part of baking show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's so awesome getting Once we to get see to more this, of them. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, with the extra time and everything. The one thing that I would still kind of and it, it's starting to happen a little more and i'm sure we'll see it over the next two weeks mm. right is um just kind of the the conversation when they're judging mm. as opposed to just like it tastes good good flavors and whatever but like the like so tell us what she did here like mm. blah 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 and like the the i i enjoy that portion mm. and we got it a bit more um throughout this episode got it like mingling and the, the miso yes definitely Okay, and now it's time for the technical. Yes. Um, souffle, more like souf yay, or slu- souf nay. Yeah, or that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or souffle, or soufflop. Ooh, wow, these are all really good. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. you can do a lot with a souffle. Here all night, folks. Um, okay, so the thing that I really liked about this technical challenge is so souffle has to come like straight out of the oven mm-hmm. and directly into your mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they had to stagger the time so that 
you know, they could each be judged as they should be. But then Rochelle and Bruno are facing away from the back and Dan brings it up to them. And like, he's just like, oh, Baker number one, Baker number two, right? But as soon as that portion starts, like everyone had to be in silence. So they couldn't like, they couldn't hear someone being like, oh no, where's this? Like, and then know that that wasn't, you know. The person, so you just actually had a lot of tension. It in was the judging so stressful of this. watching. It was this. really oh cool, like the the silence and just like you're hearing like crinkling of paper, and then them just kind of looking on. Like I thought that that actually added, like it made this a really really good technical. Yeah. Um. So okay, we'll just go down the line. Sure. Um. Okay. Mengling went first. Uh. <laughs> what did you write about? I wrote heavy and short. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a bit short. Although I, so, um, I wrote a vigorous fold because they said that she kind of like beat her egg whites like too much. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But the thing that actually did surprise me is so she, she was the first to go, right? Yeah. So she didn't know what to do with the string. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, poor thing. So, so she opened the oven, took it out, and I was literally like, oh my god, it's like, you know, this is going to be like the worst souffle in yeah. the history of the world, <laughs> right? Because, no, it's, seriously, it's like, the thing they always say is like, as soon as it's in, like, you can't yeah. open the oven. Yeah. And I didn't think that it collapsed as much It still as, got a pretty good rise. Right? It got, it got a better rise than Timothy. Well, yeah. Um, and they didn't even mention that... There was, like, good height or bad height. They were just like, it looks decent. Yeah. Which was totally, like, that That was totally shocking totally. to me. I mean, I think it was also the first one they saw, so I think they were kind of just like, maybe this will be the average height of, <laughs> of all of them. That, that is a really good us, point. Right? So she also does benefit in a certain way from totally. being the first, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, it, if they had led with, like, Andre's, like, Empire State rise, then they would have been like, what? <laughs> or what Megan's. Or Megan's Oh my well. god, yeah. They would have been like, what's going on here? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Which is why, so then we had Sashin, um, and he had, like, a rise, for sure. Mm-hmm. You saw it, and you were like, oh, Look at this. Like, <laughs> wow. Like, Here comes Sasha. Yeah. Perfect as usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but it actually ended up being a little overdone. They said it was crispy around the edges, on the inside even. Yes. Um, and that it was not folded properly. And I think that's partially why it was crispy, because the meringue that wasn't folded in just got really crunchy. Yeah. And so it was, like, kind of eating, like, little cookie bits in it, scrumpled around. Yeah, yeah. And um, that's... Uh, it, it wasn't actually a bad souffle. They said the flavor was good, mm-hmm. the everything. It was just like that technical aspect of it was just not not done to perfection. Which is funny because he was also talking during the, the portion of like, oh, yeah, um, you know, I'm going to just incorporate the exit right. bit at a time. And that unfortunately still let him down a bit. I think clearly there was like just a sensitivity to overfolding egg whites because then they would deflate. So I think that's probably part of what happened. It was just like, he didn't want to... He didn't want to. He didn't want to hit them like Juliet Timothy, basically. <laughs> so he had to like. So it probably didn't incorporate everything yeah. entirely. Yeah. Um, okay, so then we had. Uh, sorry, just one thing. Yeah, I have had these moments before where I've been making a cake, and it does require that you fold something into something else. And sometimes the heavier thing sinks to the bottom of what you're folding, and so it looks like you folded it improperly, and then as you're dumping it into the cake pan, it's like all this like folded beautiful stuff, and then like just lumps of like <laughs> heavy batter fall out at the bottom and you're like well I would just scoop that off the top <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely I would just be like oh 
scoop. But it won't taste the same. That's the problem. Yeah, yes, because you would be missing out on some of the key ingredients. Yeah, and so. like most of the flavor, basically. Okay, so there's that. <laughs> um, all right, so next up we have Timothy. How did you feel about Timothy's souffle? So when 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 Dad was like, <laughs> AKA Dan Levy. I've never. I, I I always wonder if like that's a moment for Dan Levy that it's like the first time he's been called like Daddy in his life. It's like <laughs> oh, it's come to this. Um, but it's like. Uh, when he couldn't fold in the egg whites, I was like, I think they're kind of, like they said, soft peaks. And we were like, mountain range at that point. Yeah, like, we, know, were, we were like going for like a meringue, like... Like tectonic plates colliding, yeah. sort of sort of stiff peaks. Um, and <laughs> I think I think that clearly like did not help with the, the overall rise. It was just like really short and dense. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Dense, low... The <laughs> show was just like big problems. I know. I know. <laughs> Ouch! That was. Kind of... And then she's been doing then, a lot of that this yeah. season. She'll look and be like, clearly has like a lot of issues. Yeah, <laughs> I still like it though. I think I think she does such a good job of judging. Like I I enjoy all of her feedback. They're really good this season. They're really the two good. Of them. Yeah, they are are like seriously. Even their moments, you know when they do the technical challenge, Mm -hmm. they always sit outside in the garden and they show like what the perfect one looks like. Their dialogue during those those sessions now are just so informative and useful. And when they're they're even grading, they're having a bit of a conversation themselves, which is cool. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Okay. Megan. So here's what's funny about Megan's is it literally starts with a dig against Timothy. <laughs> and she's like, oh, wow, what a lovely rise. Unlike that last like, one. Very much better than the previous one. I was like, bow, bow, bow. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, right, I just wrote light, height, and right. I wrote looked good, so I guess I can't <laughs> follow your, your little limerick there, Mike. Well, you know, because they said that it was, like, really light tasting. It was good. She had really good height. I she thought hers... Did. Definitely looked the best. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just all around a good souffle. I agree. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we had Andre. I wrote Tall Queen because that. <laughs> it, it was the tallest. Yeah. Like, I mean, Megan's was tall, but Andre's was like. Like, it was. Almost, it almost folded over on herself. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, she could not handle herself that souffle. Yeah. But uh, a little bit burnt. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. A little, yeah. So it was just around the edges. Um, and I wonder if that was because of the paper, because it was, like, against the paper, so it was creating more of, like, a heat conductor. Mm-hmm. But then if he hadn't have had the paper, his thing was so high, it literally would have just, like... <laughs> Those edges were not snatched. They were not, officially. <laughs> um, okay, so the ranking was, in fifth place, we had Timothy. In fourth place, we had Sashin. In third place, we had Meng Lang. Mm-hmm. Second, we had Andre. And first, we had Megan. How do you feel about that? I was in between Megan and Andre swapping. But, mm-hmm. again, based on, like, flavor and height, like, I see why Megan pulls ahead because it wasn't burnt. Yeah. And even though the height is impressive... If it tastes a little overdone, then you don't want to give it to him. So I am generally okay with this. How about you? Uh, I literally, when we were watching it, guessed the whole order. I was like, fifth Timothy, fourth Sashin, third Ming Lang, second Andre, first Megan. Like, I just, I, I felt like it was clear that Timothy's was the weakest mm-hmm. of all of them. Yeah. And then I, I just thought, like, 
as much as they said the flavor was good in Sashin's, no one else had had egg white yeah, chunks, that's true, right? Yeah. And and then it was clear that Andre and Megan's were a cut above Mangling's, and I just took a stab. So I will say, for having both opened the oven and not actually tied the paper, <laughs> Mangling did really yeah, well, right? I don't know what she did with maybe she like had really soft peaks, <laughs> and so. You know, they were more like undulating hills, you know. <laughs> Doldrums. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, and then Megan also made the comment that this was her third time winning Star, uh, sorry, not Star Baker, third time getting first in the technical. Hmm. So, good for her. She's really good. Yeah, she's really good. So, good on you, Megan. Okay, showstopper time. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. A Black Forest cake. A bl- yes. A modern interpretation of a black forest cake. So before we get into it, what what do you think of that? What do you think of black forest cake? What do you think a modern interpretation would be? Okay, so here's the thing about black forest cakes in my life. So there's like a very standard black forest cake, which I think they've all spoken about. But if any of you grow up like Asian American or Asian Canadian, Asian North American, you will already have had a modern take on a forest black forest cake. Because what people from Hong Kong do is they make a traditional black forest cake, but instead of cherries, they put cherry flavored jello in the middle instead. So to me, that's already like my modern take on yeah. a black forest cake. But for the challenge itself, um, I mean, I, it's 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 really. How do I say this? I think there's there's two sides of it. You'll either get people who make a, and this is not because I watched it, but I think this typically happens when they say try to like reinvent a traditional cake. You either get people who still make a cake, and then you know make it pretty, or or you know make it more modern, whatever modern cakes look like, yeah. or you get people who are like, I'm not going to make a cake, basically. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so I think that allows for a lot of different. Uh, uh, sort of styles to evolve. It allows for a lot of creativity, but it yeah. also allows for really awesome techniques to shine. So I do appreciate it for that. How about you? Uh, yeah, I thought I thought that this was a really cool showstopper. This was definitely a showstopper yes. challenge. Right. Um, yeah. It, it. You know. I guess we'll we'll get through the bakers and because I have I have feelings on all of them that I, know, I think this tie into yeah, to, to yeah. everything. I thought I thought they were good. So okay, we'll we'll start off with Andre. Um, and so his uh, I was I just wrote like it was an actual mirror. He had that like white mirror mm-hmm. glaze that was just like you could see the light from overhead in the top of the cake it was like gorgeous beautiful she's a model linja evangelista <laughs> linja evangelista <laughs> linja yeah that's her new, new yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no she's she's nordic lindia linja yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah 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 and then uh the only thing was though dry spot and sh- I know, which is surprising for Andre. For Andre. Yeah, Andre. 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 Um, But the trees that he had around it were really great. Definitely. I really did enjoy this one. Though I will say, when I heard that both Andre and Sachen were both doing it. (laughs) Sachen? You're you're definitely getting ready for your German class. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, by the way, Black Forest Cake, I think it's Schwarzwälder Kirschtorte. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, but when I heard that they were both doing an entremet, I was like, ooh, we got... It's like showing up to the party wearing the same dress. <laughs> Who wore it better? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And they both did mirror glazes. I know, I know. Um, yeah, I thought that Andre's was good. This 
so to me, this was, uh, it was a different, I like, that's my difficulty is, yeah. is it a modern take or is it just a different take? Because if it's a modern take, I don't like, like, I guess it, it's, it is a modern take, but is it a different take? Like it was still a cake, although the mirror glaze is different and, and. I will say between the two of them, I would say that Andre's looked a bit more modern because it had this, like, minimalism mm, sort of, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, oh, just snow with, like, two cherry things on the top, you know? Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, Sasha's it was still beautiful, yeah. but a little, a little more, like, 20, like, 2009 versus, like, oh, you know, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so then we... Do you have anything else to say about Andre? No, it was beautiful. <laughs> okay, so then we have Timothy. Um, and so Rochelle basically immediately commented that there was, like, a void in the middle. Oh, because we should say that he did... Um, his was actually, like, the most modern take, yeah, I definitely. would say. He was like, I'm doing shoe pastries, yeah. a vanilla shoe and a chocolate shoe, and then, like, this lovely little chocolate cage on top with a swan and like Mm -hmm. i thought that that was like super great it reminded me of sort of the 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 sheet pie from last week was it last week where he did the ballerina it reminded me of that a little bit yeah like he had this creative flair that was starting to emerge that i really appreciated totally yeah but the thing is is so he basically like lined up his shoe pastries in a circle, yeah. put the chocolate cage on top, and then didn't have anything inside. Yeah. And from the outside, you're fine, but when you're standing over it, you're like, well, where's the rest? And they always film it from the top yeah. down. Yeah, 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 exactly, right? I can yeah. see how, like, when you bake it, though, and you look at it from the side, it's, like, yeah. gorgeous. But, yeah, so she immediately commented on that. Um, and then... Um, there was the one shoe pastry, shoe pastry that was empty, and that was, <laughs> oh my god, it was like literally, like like when you when you try to hide that one piece of work you didn't finish, or in your house you try to like cover something that's broken with like a painting, yeah, and someone just <laughs> tilts. It's like, oh, what's this doing here? <laughs> god damn it! Like, how did you find the one thing? Yeah. that is like wrong with this. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, so, and then she was like, ooh. Bad luck, <laughs> <laughs> which to me was yeah. kind of her being like, "I think you're going home." Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, but lovely modern take. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, there there wasn't. Um, I didn't think about like flavor. Yeah, the flavor of the, the cherry flavor wasn't coming. No out. cherry flavor. That's what that says. Yeah, <laughs> Michael's chicken scratch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Ming Ling. I wrote tall queen for the <laughs> There's always a tall queen yeah. in the mix. Meng Ling bakes these cakes, and I think we saw it from prep week yeah. when it was like in her home that cake she baked for her dog. Yeah, she likes height. She loves like height. like She's small done... circumference yeah. tall cakes. Do you remember her? She's done this a lot because remember she did um, that green right. the 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 lime and like blueberry yeah, yeah, cake yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. and. That was the same thing. It was like a four-tiered, up, thin, lovely-looking, gorgeous yep. everything. Um, but she loves height. I know. Yeah, she is a height queen. Yeah, she is a height um, queen. <laughs> so, okay. And then I just wrote, Miso? Yeah. Like, I know. I, oh, God. Dan. Like, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, generally speaking, the hosts normally don't weigh in 
on the flavors and the taste and whatever. And when she was just starting to bake, uh, Dan was like, oh, can I try some of this miso? And and then he, like, takes the smallest, like, like touches his tongue, and he was, like, revolted. <laughs> and was like, what did you say? That's sweet. No? It was just mismanaged uh, expectations. Yeah. I think if the, if the container says sweet, I think expecting sugary. So I have had a few sweets, um sort of in, in more recent years, because I've just been more adventurous, mm-hmm. where there it, it would be like um, like a chocolate layer cake, like a very small one, you know, and then there's a dab of miso, and then they'll put something sweet on top, like a strawberry or some cream and stuff. And, and the saltiness does add an interesting dynamic. It's almost like eating a salted caramel or like saltwater taffy. Like it just introduces a, a new dynamic that yeah. you weren't expecting. But usually it's like a dollop, and it's not really incorporated... Or it's not usually put all over, but somehow yet not incorporated into the entire cake. So the thing for me was she basically said that she incorporated it into the cream and into the caramel with mm. the apple. I think she... No, not apple. I know. Sorry. It wasn't apple, but into the caramel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that to me in the caramel kind of makes sense. Because if it's a bit salty, salted caramel works very nicely for yeah. a lot of things and a lot of people. Uh, but in cream, if someone was ever like, here's some salty cream, I would be like... <laughs> <laughs> also, here's the other thing, and they didn't comment on this, but I noticed this. A challenge with miso is that, I don't know, so you've had miso soup, mm-hmm. right? You know how if you leave it for a long time, it separates? Yeah. It's because miso doesn't really, like, it's still grainy. It's ground up, but it's still grainy, and it doesn't really dilute well into anything. So I don't know if you noticed, but even on, like, on the cream, or even on the sort of the cream at the top, yeah. you could tell it was sort of, like, grainy-ish. Yeah. It had a yeah. sort of a weird bumpy texture, and that's... I think that's because miso doesn't blend away, yeah. essentially. Absolutely. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, uh, those uh, those like pink dollars at the top were. Cute. Yeah, yeah. She did a good job. Like her cake looked lovely. Mm-hmm. They said that it, you know, tasted good, save mm-hmm. for the miso. That it kind of it didn't add anything, and it was almost taking away from stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay, session. This dude. Yeah. Really, I mean, it was beautiful. Like, I I will say, sort of, like, just the two-tone, the marbling, it was just really, really beautiful. Glaze for days. (laughs) Glaze for days, girl! Glaze for days! Yeah, I thought that... In my bag of (laughs) lays. For bay days. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh, Okay, I thought that... Join the fray! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to think of something else we could be hopping At byway, on layaway. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, terrible. so, yeah, it was. It got, it got <laughs> pretty sorry, bad. I'm sorry, I'm um, Okay. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> was byway a thing when you were young? Uh, not really. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Sashin. This is what? It's yeah. great. The glaze was... Amazed. And the cake was good. That's the other thing. Yeah. Like, the layers were the, just the like... The inside, boop, boop, boop. like, Bruno was just like, as an amateur baker, you should be incredibly proud of this cake. And like, you know, it's the second time we've heard something like that this season, where it's like... Yes, we had Andre last week with his breakfast bowl of pastries, or breakfast... <laughs> breakfast... Uh, like, it was an alliteration. Breakfast, <laughs> breakfast bowl of pastry. It was like it was an alliteration. Breakfast it was like, pastry. No, it was, it was like, it was like, like, a basket of breakfast pastries. Oh, so right. there was basket, not bowl. There you go. So. <laughs> bowl. Shut up. 
um, yeah, we've we've yeah. heard that yeah. this season, and um, I thought I thought it was really good. Definitely. Um, okay, then we had Megan, and uh, okay, she, so came, she she came to work. She made this giant fucking cherry <laughs> with like you know that good old GFC, <laughs> um, and like. It was so cool, the texture she... So when she poured the glaze on the outside of it, I was like, that's not what a cherry looks like. It was It was like a little bit those uh, mochis. Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little bit too pink. Yeah. And <laughs> if then, it's pink, it stinks. <laughs> and then she, like, airbrushed it. She had this, like, fucking airbrush... <laughs> Sorry, Jace, took a sip of water no, right like- when I made him laugh. She had this, like, airbrush gun. I know. And it looked, it looked like... A cherry. Uh, yeah, she brought out some like Lucas Arts, like industrial lights sort of magic yeah, yeah. out. It was wild. Yeah. The only thing I, I don't know about you, too much stem. <laughs> it was. It was like okay. So first of all, I was so terrified that that stem was gonna just fall over yeah, and like yeah, yeah. retch out the whole cake. You know, like take <laughs> the out the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you mean too much stem? Like. I get that the cherry was large. Yeah. But it was like the stem was like so large, it was almost distracting. It was like the stem should have been three quarter length. Mm, you know? Three three quarter length. Like it just Michael's um, like commenting and, on sleeves. And three the quarter other thing, length sleeves. She went for she went for very realistic and this is me just being nitpicky because I thought she did a great job. Yeah. Um she went for very realistic on the cherry look. And then she went for this bright green stem, which is not the way a cherry stem. Works. I gotta say, it's like you either make the brown stem or you do the green stem, and you do like a more solid, like red a, cherry. a cherry blaster. Cherry. Like you know, <laughs> you either do that or or you go all realistic. So it kind of and the stem the stem was so long, and the way it kind of angled, it almost looked like a giant ladle, just like plonked into the um, cherry. It, it kind of reminded me of like who was it? Was it Nadia on Gibbo that made like the cream soda cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded yeah. me of that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. I just, but they didn't actually, like, show or tell how she made this. I just was gonna say, I wanna know how she made the stem. Was that, like... what like, was it? Yeah. Was, it, was, the, was there wire in it? Like, what was it? Because I, I was like, wow, she's making, like, a candied something, and they just, right. they never showed any of it. And maybe it was all fake, and since it's not a, an edible portion, she was allowed to just jab it in, but, like... <laughs> I was gonna say, they were, like... Five minutes left, Bakers, and she was still icing her cake. And then suddenly she just has this giant green stem and just, like, shoves it right in. I was like, what? How do you do this all yeah. in five minutes? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, right? It's, like, just sword in the stone. Like, <laughs> I li- I did like how Rochelle was, like, it's beautiful. She's like, mm, but you have some bubbles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, funny. So, yeah, it was, it was that, oh, raw cherries. Okay. Raw cherries. So this <laughs> this is something that the judges... I guess they did it last season, but I'm noticing it a lot more this season. Mostly because it's very recent. Yeah. But they'll come along and be like, Hmm, are you sure you want to do it like that? And then the baker's always like, should I not? Yeah. And then they walk away. Same yeah. thing here, you know? Mm, oh, absolutely. Raw cherries. <laughs> like, it's... Oh, are you going to blind bake that? No. <laughs> Okay, like, and they, that, you know what, that happened on, on Gibbo, because not only is it like, even if it were to still be like technically perfect mm-hmm. from that, the thing that happens is um, what they, they, uh, 
sorry, why am I losing my train of thought? Oh yeah, if it's technically perfect, the judges would, if it's not what they want, right? right. That happened on Gibbo like last week, where there was a baker who was like, oh well, I made it this way because that's the way I like it, mm-hmm. with like out this like jam or without this like extra filling or something, mm-hmm. and the judges were like. Okay, well, we don't like it that way, yeah, so right. you're mm-hmm. going home. Um, <laughs> that happened. Not in my house. Yeah, exactly. And I, I kind of feel like, lesson to the season three bakers, if Rochelle and Bruno ask you, so is that what you're doing? Don't do it. <laughs> totally. It's, it's like the word interesting. Hmm, interesting. Oh, you should probably rethink that. Yeah, but if someone goes, oh, interesting. Actually, no, that still is kind of yeah, the same Yeah, so they're like, oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Ba- yeah, yeah, basically you want them to come along and nod and be like, mm, looks good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's like the best you can get. Exactly, exactly. Cool. Um, okay, so then we'll get on to our results. Right. So um, the star baker of the week was Sashin. Yeah. And the person who went home was Timothy. Mm-hmm. Okay, how do you feel? I think Megan should have got it. I think Megan should have gotten Star Baker for sure. I really think Megan should have got it because she got first in the technical. Yeah, she had the good uh, chocolate explosion signature. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, then her her showstopper was great. The only thing I think. It was that fucking stem. I think that stem. Was, <laughs> I'm not joking. I think that stem like, was threw like them off of it. Like, it just it was. Oh my god! It was so much outside <laughs> like, of the cake <laughs> that like you're obsessed with. Yeah, this stem. I am. But you're thinking if it was like a thinner stem. Yeah, and not as tall. Like just <laughs> a little less like golf club. Like you're so obsessed. With you know, stem. it it was just it was it was very long mm. and and sashes had. Because that's there was my thing, a grace to Sasha. There was a grace to it that, yeah. that the stem took away from Megan's. Yeah, I, I, I the hear length you. of the stem took away from Megan's. So here's the other thing about it, though: is like, even if it's not Megan, I'm I guess Andre had a dry sponge, but I'm sort of surprised because Andre also did super well in the technical. Yeah, and. I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter that he baked two torts. Yeah, they don't care. Tarts, sorry, yeah. they don't care. But I guess. Sasha had a really beautiful tart. But the the thing, too, is like, yeah, to me, it's like, it just, it should have been Megan, because Sasha came in fourth in the technical. And yes, the only reason he came in fourth in the technical was because of the egg whites. Mm. But it's like, he still technically did worse. But sometimes I feel like we're almost going on a bit of a weighted average <laughs> for, for like, who got Star Baker, <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it's yeah. like, Signature and technical don't really mean as much. Showstopper means a lot. And to me, it's like, no, it is three equally graded rubrics. Right. And as a result, like, you know, if you come in fourth in the technical, you can you cannot win. You cannot be Star Baker. Hmm. In my mind. Wow. You're a tough one. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, do you have anything else to say about that? No, I don't have anything else to say about that. Okay. Um, okay, our brackets. From last week. I don't remember what I said. No? It's not e- okay, I remember what I said, but it's not even important, because it was so wrong. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> You're so evil! That's an evil laugh! Okay, okay, so yeah. I, I think for Starbaker, I said it'd be Mengling. Okay. Yeah. And then I think for third in the technical, I said it'd be Sashin, and then I also said that Sashin would go home. 
Okay. And I was so wrong. So I was almost perfect. You were almost perfect. So I Why said are you that. So good at this. Thank you. I don't know. That I, I, that was not a comment. <laughs> that was a question. First of all. <laughs> Why are you so good at this? Thank you. <laughs> How do you feel today? Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> okay. So uh, I picked Megan as Star Baker, and she should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I picked Mangling for third in the technical. Good which she was, and I said Timothy would go home, which he did. Yes. So, um, yeah. You're right. Yeah. Oh, so, and how do you feel about Timothy going home? I mean, based on the performance that week, like, it was obvious that he should go home. Because some, here's the thing, like, other people pulled really far ahead this week, so it's not so much that he wasn't a good baker, it's just that everybody else really, really performed. Yeah. Um, in a way, I'm a little disappointed because I will say this about Andre and Sashin is I kind of feel like they're sort of a little samesy in some ways. They do have a similar style and interest in baking. Exactly. And they're both very technical people. They they have a, a similar sense of beauty, I think. And so sometimes when I look at their stuff, it's both beautiful, but Timothy brought a very different dimension to it, right? Agreed, right? Yeah. Like, and I kind of would miss that. Like, Timothy, you know, like, when he, he he made a bus, right? Like, no one else in that room would be like, yeah, I take the bus to school, right? So, I'm no gonna No one miss else that. is also school age, so. Yeah, well, I know. I know, Maybe it's an no, it is, thing, it is, just, Yeah, no, it just, it just does bring a different perspective to everything, which yeah, is great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, good job on the season, Timothy. Like, that was, you, you really did yeah. kind of develop and like you proved you proved me wrong with well, I was just going to say from the first week where yeah. you were like chocolate yeah. dude should have stayed yeah yeah to yeah. now yeah definitely so so good on you um okay next week's oh, bracket Okay, so it's semifinals. I mean, there's like there's not many people to pick. Like, chances are you're gonna get one of these right, and if not, then that's just really sad. <laughs> don't say that. You're so mean, Camille. Um, well, I don't know what they're doing next week. Oh yeah. Okay, we're gonna take a moment and look. Whoosh, and we found out. <laughs> uh, okay, so next week is French week for the semifinals. Yes. You look like you're, like, taking a moment. I am taking a moment to really figure this out. So, so who's going to be Star Baker? Uh, How are we sure. going to do this? Uh, okay, yeah, so we'll start off with who's going to be Star Baker. Andre. In French Week? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm picking that, too. Uh, okay, who's going to be, what do we want to do, second or third in the technical? Because um, there's only four. I don't know. Third? Third, okay. Third in technical, um... I'm going to pick Megan. I was. I'm picking Megan too. I think Mengling's going to go home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So next week we're just both picking. Um, okay. You know what? I guess just to be different, so we don't entirely. Yeah. So we can at least compare yeah. some results. Yeah. I will pick. Um, Sashin. Okay. To go home. And this next is just week. like a total extrapolation from this week. Yeah. Yep. Um, home. Great. So that is that. And that <laughs> yes, is our guest for the bracket next week. Um, okay, so yeah, is there anything else you want to add? Anything you want to say about French Week and what you're excited for? Um, just more skill. 
like it, it just it just gets so intense and there's just so much more skill and there's so much diversity of the type of techniques that need to emerge in the last couple weeks i'm just super excited to see because chocolate week this week this week this week they all really made me very like happy just to watch them bake and i yeah. know next week is just gonna build on top of that yeah it was really good um same z's so don't forget we have an interview with last week's eliminated baker Devin Stoles. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so that's coming up right after this, like, brief break. Um, but we will also give our send-off because it'll just kind of go into the interview and then it'll just oh, right. end and yeah, that's yeah. it. So um, you can follow us on Twitter. We are at GCBS Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can follow us on Instagram mm-hmm. at GCBS Podcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook, The Cooling Rack, a podcast about the great Canadian baking show. And on our website, coolingrackpodcast.com. We're just everywhere. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> just, you know, all up in it. Yeah. Until November 8th. It ends on the 7th, and on the 8th, it's there, and then that's it. Got it. <laughs> and then we just disappear for a year. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thanks for listening. Please stick around for our interview with Devin, and hope you enjoyed the week. À la semaine prochaine. Bye. All right, and we are here with an interview. This season, Baker, uh, we have Devin Stoles here. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Happy to have you here. You're it's our exciting. First. Yeah, you're our first for, no one else for the wants season. To talk to us. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's actually it was actually we just had like, you know, everyone's busy because you know, once you're on the show and then people are baking and then people are Instagram in is a thing and yeah. Wendy is currently in Italy right now. Oh, oh wow! Gosh. Yeah, she's just living crazy. her best life. Yeah, well, um, yeah. So I guess tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, um, my name is Devin. I was a baker on season. I baked for my life on season two of the Great Canadian Baking Show, um, and I came in. I was a lovely fifth alternate. <laughs> thank you Alyssa that's all Edwards. about me yeah yeah thank you actually somebody sent me a, a picture of all of the fifth alternates and i am in great company i'm very happy who else was there from drag race or yeah. from yeah. Be- <laughs> it was like well tatiana was on like tatiana. all stars too uh-huh. i could yeah, check too. you want me here hold on i'll bring it up it's, <laughs> it's a really good group of girls um is, is Gia uh, here it is okay so it goes <laughs> Rebecca Glasscock oh, okay. um, Jessica Wild oh, oh Jessica what's her Wild. name just um the one who um oh we'll skip season three <laughs> I can't think of her name Willem Alyssa Edwards uh, Jocelyn Fox Trixie Mattel oh. Thorgy Nina Bonina Monet Exchange, uh, Tatiana, and then Bendela Creme. That is pretty good company. That's good. Especially the Bendela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you could have yeah, won, yeah. but you didn't. You just, you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'm you you self eliminated <laughs> that week. You hit a lipstick, and that was it. So. What is that one's name, though, from season three? She's the one who was always named Carmen Carrera. That's it. Oh. Yeah, yeah I was never a fan of hers. Really? No. She was always just, well, she was so rude to everyone else, boogers and yeah. everything. Because yeah, so. she's pretty, though. Yeah. I really like Thorgy. I really like Monet Jorge. Exchange. Yeah. Uh, Trixie, you know, I can't complain. These are all great girls, so I'm very happy. Yeah, great no, that's awesome. Um, so, yeah, so you live in Regina, and um, mm-hmm. how did you get involved with the show? That's a good question. So, season, 
Well, okay. So I love um, Great British Bake Off. And so the funny thing is my friend Kelly um, is Canadian, but she has a lot of roots in England. And so when I moved to Japan, Kelly moved to Korea. And so the way that we kind of kept our friendship going is that we would watch uh, the Great British Bake Off, and we would talk about it. Um, so that's kind of how that was our like weekly thing is we would like Skype or FaceTime or whatever, and we would talk about the Great British Bake Off. So then I moved back to no, sorry, but then when they filmed season one of the Great Canadian Baking Show, I was still living in in Asia, um, and so I moved back last fall, and so I watched the show and I was like, this is great, I really enjoyed that, and then. Um, season two started casting and I submitted my application, but it didn't go through. And so I was like, well, whatever. Um, it is what it is. And then Kelly was like, maybe you should apply. So I applied the very last day that it was open, got a call the next day. They were like, send us some pictures. I went to Winnipeg for an audition, had a blast and then, you know, got cast. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened but it did oh that's so awesome well, actually we, like one of our questions we always ask people is did you also watch the great british bake-off so clearly that's a yes from you yeah i did and so like great british bake-off was such a huge part of my life because it was really how i stayed in touch with that friend um i think during the auditions you have to bake something on site right what did you bake again yeah, so our our uh, I know season one they did scones and season two we had to do cookies, uh, and so they had like a table set up of all these different things that you could add into your cookies. Um, I did really, I used like coffee and um, and Nutella, so Yum. they were fine. I ended up I don't think I ever ate any of mine. I gave them to like the PA that was on set, and I was like, <laughs> and he was like, thank you so much. And I was like, they're just they're cookies. They're not that great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I. But also, I hate cookies, and I think that's well established. I really hate making cookies. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you ended up on the show, <laughs> but we we always want to know, like, how did you start your interest in baking? Like, what's the first thing you ever baked, or what drove you to it? I have no idea what the first thing I ever baked was. I, um, I posted about this on my Instagram. I have spent my life sitting on the floor of kitchens. I don't know. I just. There's something that's so like comforting about sitting on the floor, which I know most kids sit on the counter, but I didn't. And even as an adult, I love to sit on the floor of kitchens and just like talk to my friends who are cooking or baking. And so that's how I really learned how to bake is just watching. And so uh, in my family, we have, you know, we're from Saskatchewan. It's cold in the winter. And so we like to get fat. And so we eat and, uh, <laughs> and so we bake a lot. And so I, um, my family, we have a long tradition of these amazing women who bake. And so I would just sit and watch. And that's really how I started just, you know, being like, I want to do that. Um, I don't know what I started off baking. I've been baking since I can remember. I don't, I don't know, probably like box cake mixes and stuff. And then just evolved. Did, Did you? you see Tim's Thanksgiving cornucopia cake? I can't stop talking about it. Maybe. I'm trying to think. I like, didn't see it. You would Maybe. know. Okay. You need to be following Tim. Okay. So, no, we, are, we are. We're following all of the people. Yeah. Um, I'm Tim is going doing great promo. stuff. And, and we're um, talking about, like, Tim, Tim the bear, Tim. Oh, wow. Holy <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. I know. I want everyone oh. to realize how amazing Tim is. Tim is incredible um 
Yeah, and he's so he's posting all of everything he was going to do throughout the whole competition because we do oh, practice, wow. we practice, we mm. practice a lot. And so, mm. uh, despite getting eliminated week one, he still had planned out stuff. So he's posting it, and it's it's incredible some of the stuff he's doing. Yeah, that's so awesome. He he seems like such a talented baker. Um, I'm still not sure why he went home week one. I know, and, and I'm like so... just I, I mean, you were probably it was probably different there, Devin. But just from the just from watching the first episode, we were a little curious. Um, why did Tim go home? Some, well, obviously somebody has to go somebody home first. To... You know, I kind yeah. of almost wish that like shows would just let us have like that week one kind of, like, <laughs> intro week where it's just you get to see everyone and like you know it's just. Yeah. They you need to get... bring someone back week. They need, they like, need, uh, yes, you know, exactly. back, 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 back again back sort again. of thing, yes, you know? Exactly. Timothy, exactly. Timothy and I always joked around that we needed an untucked for the great Canadian baking <laughs> <Yes>. show. <laughs> uh, see, we, I, we, like, pseudo-view ourselves yeah. as, like, not an untucked, but, like, it can at least fill the void of an untucked yeah. in terms of Call there's it, a like, little more discussion. Yeah. yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tim, Tim is, is a really... I mean, everyone is... The, you don't make it into that tent if you're not a talented baker. The Well, except for me, I somehow fluked into that tent. But everyone else is a very talented baker. And so... You know, I honestly believe if the weeks were in a different order, you would have a t- have a totally different show. I was going home pastry week no matter when pastry week fell. I never make pastry. I have no interest in it. It just was not my week. So if pastry week had been week one, it would have been me first boot. Um, but, you know, I think Tim just had a rough week. And I think, you know, really, that's the way it goes. Things happen in that tent that have never happened in my years and years of baking. <laughs> um, it's, it's really bizarre. So yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, I think dur- during like the competition, I'd be like, we're lucky Tim got eliminated first. Cause he was a major threat. I still, I believe that with every fiber of my being really, well, especially I do this past week was chocolate week. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. he's like the self-proclaimed, I have 50 pounds of chocolate in my house at all time person. So he does. <laughs> he, he, he gave me some of his like homemade, like truffles and peanut butter cups and stuff. And I ate the entire bag. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at first i said i said to him i was like no tim i was like i've put on some weight no it's fine i don't need them and then he was like i'll just take them and i took them and i ate he had some salted mm-hmm. salted caramel something and i just like tore through them i ate like everyone's yeah tim's tim's no joke serious here here um so we actually just kind of curious because you mentioned that pastry week was like not your week and depending on the week it would have been you would have gone home anyway so sort of looking back at that you know and all the things that never have happened happened to that tent what sort of were you most surprised by pleasantly and what sort of moment did you have where you were a little like oh shit like this is it this is gonna happen yeah um what was i surprised by a pleasant surprise you know i never expected to actually make the friendships and this is such a pageant answer but it is honestly true like we honestly are such a close group of friends um i i I remember our first night where we all met and i said like oh like seems like a cool group of people but like and I'm not the most competitive, but I was like, I just like, you know, I'm here to compete. And then as, as I went along, the more time we spent with each other, I was like, wow, I actually like really, really care about these people. And you saw how upset I was when Wendy got eliminated. Yeah. Um, 
I continue to be. I mean, watching that back, I teared up because I genuinely love Wendy, and that was really, really hard. Um, so I never expected to become so close with people, but you know, you're in a you're in a stressful environment. You're with people. You spend all day with them, and and so you really do, you know, form really close friendships. Um, one thing that surprised me that I like hated is that was was that the question? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, go, go live. What? what go live yeah, <laughs> let's do that. What? Um, okay, so um, hmm, I don't know. I really enjoyed the the whole experience. I went into it. And really, after week one, after seeing like what everybody did for their showstopper in week one, I was like, "Well, I'm not going to win this. There's no, ch- I have no chance at this." So I just was like, "I'm just going to have fun," and I set myself a goal. My goal was to get past week four, which I did. <laughs> uh, but then after that, I was like, "You know, I'm just going to have a blast." Um, I don't know. I think like what really surprised me. I was very confident going into bread week, and I, <laughs> as you saw. I faltered in bread week. Uh, so that really, you know, and then really after bread week, it was all like downhill from there. Cause I started off the competition doing fairly well. And then bread week just like shook me to my core. And then mm. I was just like, whatever, I'm not gonna, this is not going so, as, as I had planned. Um, so one thing that's really interesting that Michael and I have heard is that some people who are on this season listen to, the previous season of our podcast yeah, to get advice from you, other are you, you one of those one, yeah. did you listen for advice from other bakers i did i found well i listened um after i got cast and so i was baking and because i was in in the practice period before you go to toronto i don't know how much i can talk about the like behind the scenes but we we do practice mm-hmm. um and we talk about that on the show, so that's no that's no secret. We talk about, like, oh, my taste testers like this, we practice this, whatever. Um, and so when I was practicing, I was like, okay, I know that there's podcasts about The Great Canadian Baking Show. Maybe I can learn something from the season one contestants. And so I listened to your show, just and I was like, okay, what did Sabrina say? Oh, she said it's super hot. Okay, so I'm going to be like very mindful not to do a lot of like chocolate work and stuff like that. So I did, I did, I learned from your guys because you asked everyone, you said, um, if you have advice for season two bakers, what, what would that be? So I did find that helpful, except I don't remember what anybody said. <laughs> so then, It's your you, turn. <laughs> yeah. It's your turn. If you have advice for season three bakers, what would it be? Oh, I'm so, I hope we get a season three. Um, that would be so cool. And also because I really want to do the audition tour because um, my audition in Winnipeg, there wasn't an, a, a season one alumni because Winnipeg has not produced a great Canadian baking show bakery. Yet. Oh, and they aren't going to like fly someone in to like just that like. Yeah, although for that day, I think. Right? Yeah, there wasn't anybody there, although Corey used to live in Winnipeg. So I kind of mm-hmm. thought maybe Corey would. Anyway, um, but I, I'm, re- I'm really excited. I hope that. Um, I hope that, that there's a season three. And if there is, I will be at auditions. I don't care if producers tell me no, I'll find out where they are and I'll show up. <laughs> show up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Let me in. No, the audition is so much fun. I had such a blast at, at the audition. It was so much fun. Um, uh, advice. Uh, you know, can I just take a moment and think? I yeah, haven't thought yeah, about absolutely. this. Mm-hmm. I think you just you need to go into it knowing that it's going to be an experience that 
you can't really prepare for. So you can practice and I practiced a lot. Um, but you know, like I said, things, there's things that you can't account for, like people talking to you constantly and cameras in your face and, and the time crunch is very, very real. And so, you know, you just have to go into it with, um, with the expectation that you're challenging yourself, that you're not necessarily competing with other people. And then also, you know, such a lame piece of advice, but also, you know, just have fun, honestly, just have fun. And, and just remember that like that experience is going to be done before you know it. Um, I wish when I go back, when I think about the time, I wish that I had just like relaxed a little bit and not had like a panic attack while baking hot cross buns. <laughs> Cause I did. Um, <laughs> But just like enjoy the experience of like being around all of those people and being around the amazing crew and being in Toronto in this like amazing setting that I will never again get to experience. So um, just enjoy it for what it is. And and if you are chosen to be a part of the show, just, you know, really to make the most of it. It's incredible. Such a great experience. I loved that in our like meet the baker videos, they showed all of what we brought in for the auditions. Amazing. Yeah. I thought that that was really cool because you got to see how many of us didn't do cakes. Uh, I was an idiot and I did do cake, which I think, and, you know, it got me on the show and I'm thankful for that. <laughs> but if I could do it again, I probably wouldn't have done a cake. I think that that was a misstep. Uh, and I, obviously, I mean, I'm coming from a, a place of privilege saying that I was cast. So, mm. um, but I think like, yeah, do something that is like reflective of you. Do something that has a story attached to it. Like that cake. Um, it has a huge story attached to it. And that's why I did a version of it for the week one showstopper. Uh, Cause it was very personal. It was about my fiance. It was about like our time in Japan. And so I think that that's what they really loved about it. But I think when people go into the audition and they're like, I'm going to wow them with all of these technical skills and I'm going to do all this and that. And it's just like, it's too much. You only have a little bit of time with mm-hmm. that, pa- with that pastry chef who's tasting your stuff and with the casting producer so you you don't need to do that. Just do something that's really authentic to you. Um, yeah, and have fun. Oh, the audition was so much fun. Yeah, that's so awesome. All right, thanks so much for speaking with us, Devin. Thank you for having me. This is uh, my pleasure. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the Cooling Rack is produced by Messenger Bag Media. For more on how Messenger Bag Media could be your business's one-stop media shop, visit messengerbagmedia.ca. Oh,